Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Today is Wonderful Women Wednesday, but as I always say, I never know what's going to come up overnight, and I decided to change today and make it Wonderful Wellness Wednesday. And the reason why I decided to do that is because I wanted to do a show on mental illness that can assist people with private and confidential resources. I had no idea of what research to do. And then, of course, God always steps in when I struggle. And as I was flipping through channels yesterday, there was a guy talking about an organization called NAMI. N-A-M-I, which stands for National Alliance of Mental Illness. And then remember an interview that I saw on TMZ last month about a new app for men in mental illness called Tither, which is spelled T-I-T-H-R. So by this being a very serious subject that you don't hear that much on, unfortunately, but a lot of people are experiencing this with the pandemic and being in the house, whether it's working from home or teaching kids from home or both. And just it's just a lot of mental illness going on that sometimes people are ashamed to talk about. So I decided to do some research on um, both of the organizations, NAMI and Tether to do a show today to assist anyone needing mental health information. I decided to mix it up also on today's episode by adding a third source for information. So I surfed YouTube and I found a fun young lady who gives her opinion on mental health apps so that you can do things in your time at your convenience. So I'm going to play a lot of audio from them. And I'm going to uh, also just give you a little description of the organizations. So the first one, Tither, um, the one of the co-founders and the one who I saw on television, who was talking to uh, Harvey on TMZ, came back on New Year's Eve. Harvey and Charles of TMZ Live on New Year's Eve of uh, 2020 they decided because of what they saw and had reported on him previously to actually call him in and do an interview on him. And it was really interesting. I'm going to play the interview so you can hear what the guy's talking about. But to hear that 75% of suicides are by men and 75 of men suffer from anxiety, depression, and sexual health issues, especially during a pandemic, I definitely wanted to talk to the men out there and tell them to really consider this app. But I want the founder to talk to you about it. And he obviously has a form. I went to his website. He has a form. And I'm just reading what what uh, I'm just saying what he said the form was. I'm going to actually let you listen to him introduce his form after you hear his interview with Harvey. And... It's a video where um, the co-founder and head of the brand impact, his name is Addison Brazil. He chats about, it's called We Fuck With Feelings. And what he's talking about, it's an initiative which encourages all men to get in touch with their feelings, not just the thoughts that they tend to focus on. So there is actually on tether.men. A testimony of a guy, and it's posted on YouTube, and I'm going to put the source on there so you can go um, see it if you want to, but I'm, of course, going to play the audio. And this guy, his name is Cal, you know, and it's entitled Addiction, Prison, Recovery, and Love. So I'm going to play first the interview from TMZ Live with the co-founder and actually you see Addison Brazil everywhere. I didn't know he was just a co-founder. I thought he was the only founder, but he mentions there's several co-founders and they went through a lot of stuff and being men, you know, men are told not to cry, not to show weakness, even though they still have those same feelings locked up. And that's why he created, we fuck with feelings. That's part of his um, app. 
And it, I mean, it's a wonderful app. It has a lot of good information. So go and check it out. And it's spelled T I, excuse me, T E T H R. So it's a tether app and it is for men. And I'm going to put the sources on the podcast page. But I want you guys to let's start with tether first because if 75% of suicides are men, I want my fellas to definitely get some help. So check this out. Now, as I said, this is an interview on TMZ Live. Welcome back to TMZ Live. Uh, and I know we're all looking forward to 2021, but uh, we got to remember the pandemic is still coming with us into 2021. And there have been a lot of mental health crises for, uh, you know, scores of people, dozens of uh, different groups uh, who've been dealing with this. Uh, but there's a, a new uh, resource for men in particular. Um, and you may say, well, why why single out men? I mean, everyone is going through this. There are some really staggering numbers uh, about what men are going through with mental health through all of this. And uh, I did not realize this, but that 75% of suicides are committed by men. And most men don't have people that they can turn, that a friend, close enough friend, that they can share their uh, their mental health issues. Well, they, they don't share it with they friends. As a matter of fact, uh, they've, they've done these studies, Charles, where, you know, they've talked to men and, and they say, who can you really confide in? How many, how many friends do you have you could confide in and talk about your feelings? And it ranges from one to none. So, yeah. you know, it, it, this is a really desperate situation because men, a lot of men feel... Showing emotion is a sign of weakness, which it is not, but it's the way a lot of people are brought up. So, um, enter Addison, Charles. Yes, uh, Addison Brazil has a uh, has created something. Uh, it's called the Tether app, uh, and it is uh, an incredible resource uh, for men. So, without further ado, let's bring him in to talk about how this works. Addison, uh, welcome to TMZ Live. Hey, Addison. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. So well, let's start out, Addison. Describe what this app is um, and how it functions. Yeah, for sure. So Tether is a mental health and well-being app that's downloadable on the App Store. And essentially what we're, what we're focusing on doing is bringing purpose and meaning to guys' lives through peer programming, community, and above all else, 24-7 access to support uh, to other guys who get it. Um, this is all in an effort to change the face of masculinity uh, and let guys know that struggling doesn't make you less of a man. It just makes you human. So once you get on the app, uh, are there uh, like uh, scheduled support group? Meet? Are these like virtual meetings where you're going to see someone or is it all just done uh, anonymously uh, like in a chat? You know, that's been part of the fun of my job. So, um, you know, I, I lost my brother to cancer. I found my dad after his suicide and I was in a very bad accident where I had to relearn to walk and sort of really, really focus on my mental health. And I noticed in that time and my co-founders who also went through mental health issues noticed in that time that because our, our struggles were so visible, we had these guys sort of secretly coming through us and wanting to talk to us about it. So the fun, the, the fun of my job heading brand and impact is figuring out what the barriers are and figuring out ways for guys to, to just start a conversation, to just start to get involved and really to build a community. So for some guys that's doing our one word check-ins on Mondays, some guys jump in on Tuesday night Zoom calls and do more of a, a support group with their peers. Uh, we have uh, monthly events, uh, all calls for any Tether member. Last month we had Zach Williams, Robin Williams' son, come on and talk about his struggle with mental health and sobriety and, of course, um, you know, going through the loss of his father. So, you know, I, I, I'm curious about getting a group together. Let's just say it's 30 people you get on um, in one of the meetings. All of these people are inhibited from revealing their feelings. So how do you break the ice in something like this when you've got 30 people, all of whom have emotions that they haven't let out, and because none of them have let it out, how do they figure out how to do it? So here's the thing, Harvey. I mean, the way we've realized the research fact that it's modeled by another man and it's through experience. So why don't you guys both take a deep breath right now and just tell me in one word how you're actually feeling right now. Defeated. Mm. Anxious. I hear you. And see, just like that, we have an entry point. And it, it wouldn't be right if I didn't do it too. 
Yeah, I'm on TMZ. I'm a little nervous. You know, I'm a little nervous, and that's totally cool to say that. And so it's not always this deep, big share of your deepest, darkest moment. I mean, tethers for everyday life, and and I don't want to leave out all the celebrating that happens in there. It's not it's not a crisis resource. It's an everyday stability that you can come to, and you know already it's a safe space. Addison, what are they saying? I mean, I'm really curious about what are the what what are the common discussions i mean i'm assuming that the pandemic the isolation are there right. things yeah people talking what are the common threads um of course um the the everyday anxiety and depression that men deal with i mean pre pre-pandemic 75 percent of men were saying that they had stress anxiety or depression that's pre-pandemic so you know in this there's a lot of talk of loneliness there's a lot of talk of struggle and there's a lot of men in there who are just at that point in their life where they don't they don't know what they want to do next and they don't feel like they have purpose and meaning and there's a lot of discussion around that but there's no boundaries i mean guys are sharing like it's so cool i mean sexual health issues, depression, suicidal behavior, any of that is happening. And, and really, we're not, we're not a crisis resources. We're just other guys that are, that are able to say, hey, we're here before, during, and after whatever you're going to do with mental health professionals, but we're here. And that, that didn't exist for me when I was going through those traumas I mentioned earlier, and it didn't exist for our co-founders, uh, Matt Zerker and Burke White when they were going through their their mental health issues in their 20s. So we're just making sure that exists now. Well, look, I, I got to say, Addison, um, boy, this came along at the right time. And um, what you're doing is so great. I mean, we really wanted to have you on. I, I did a show with Addison um, a couple of days ago, and I was so impressed. We just really wanted to get him on DMZ Live. He, this is really, really great what you're doing. That is really great thing. It's not overstating to say that it's saving lives. So, uh, Addison, thank you so much for being with us. And, uh, people, if you, anyone out there, if you feel you need this, there it is. Tether. We gotta spell it. We gotta spell it because it's not spelled like Tether. Do it, Addison. C E T H R. And, uh, yeah, we're launching our Tether pods in January. Got bonded with a group of five guys, guys, and just don't do it alone. There's no reason to do it alone. All right. So physical distance, but do not social distance. It's detrimental to your health. Here, please. Awesome. Uh, happy New Year, Addison. Um, happy you're doing New Year. great work. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Now, I want you to hear Addison about his hey other stuff. This is interesting. Hey, guys, it's Addison, co founder of Tether. Uh, today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about the We Fuck With Feelings campaign. Um, so the We Fuck With Feelings campaign actually was inspired by a personal experience of my own. Uh, I remember very vividly um, saying to a coach during my mental health uh, journey that um, I, I feel worthless. I feel worthless all the time. Um, that's my main feeling. And she sort of lovingly guided me and, and explained to me that um, that's not a feeling that's a thought um and it seems to be a thought that uh, you've built a construct around based on limited beliefs about yourself because you're not worthless so what i was then challenged to do for the next little while is realize every time someone asked me how i was feeling or i even tried to just personally check in with myself about my feelings how often i was feeling my thoughts um things like i feel like a failure I feel like there's no point, um, whatever it is. And so what I was challenged to do and what I'm challenging you guys to start doing uh, is fucking with your feelings, right? So acknowledge the thought, but then fuck with the feelings. And what that means is if you can name it, you can tame it, as our good friend Dr. Mark Wilston has taught us. So when you break that apart further, I feel worthless. Okay, so that's a thought based on my limited beliefs. But what does that feel like? So checking in with your senses, your experience, um, to really put words around that. So um, what is that really? I feel sad. I, I feel nervous. I feel shortness of breath and tightness in my chest. I feel unseen. Um, when I really dive deep, I, I feel a lot more than just saying I feel worthless. Um, and 
putting words around these things, checking in with yourself and being willing to um, actually go into your experience and your feeling creates a release within yourself. Uh, and it's something that I'm going to challenge each and every one of you to do over the next week. Manage your thoughts, forgive yourself for them, but fuck with the feelings. Because a tether, you fuck with feelings. To make men feel comfortable about using the Tether app, I wanted to play a gentleman's confession that he did on Tether. And it's entitled uh, Meet Cow. And he really is brutally honest about addiction, prison, recovery, and love. Check out his video so you can see the love hat that is being referenced when someone's interviewing him. Actually, I, I started law enforcement way back in 1996, worked my way up. Um, I was elected sheriff at 34 years old. I was the elected sheriff in my county. Um, youngest sheriff, everything was going well. And then I was diagnosed with uh, arthritis around uh, two uh, 2012, 2013. Um, the specialist gave me um, Vicodin, opiates like every other person was uh, doing out there in the opi opiate uh, epidemic going on things spun out of control i started doing the doctor shopping uh we had this take back box where they would throw away the old meds and i became creative and uh, started going back through them to feed my habit um during my third term as sheriff um they investigated me and i was uh, hit with a 42 count indictment um, eventually, um, I pled out and I was sentenced to four years in uh, prison, but the year before I went to prison, I got myself clean. I went cold turkey. Um, I recently was uh, released from, uh, prison, um, April 6th of 2020. And, uh, I started all over again. Actually, my first job was, I was frying chicken in a, um, a local establishment. I was discovered by, a um, a local treatment center uh, because I started really getting into recovery. I even did it while I was in prison and a lot of the other inmates gravitated towards me and I uh, would help them. And I, and I spoke with Addison before 80% of the population in the correctional facilities are either mental health or drug addiction. And, and, you, and I saw how they overlapped. Um, so, I ended up getting, going back to what's going on with me now, ended up getting a, a job at a um, smaller facility back home. And recently I just was uh, um, found by another facility and uh, got a better opportunity in Columbus, Ohio, working there. And I was newly married actually uh, on January 2nd as well. Um, and I still, still clean and I'm still clean, you know? Right. And so what, what's the, the work that you're doing at the facilities now? Um, I do community outreach. I go out and help uh, individuals that are seeking um, treatment. And I work with other organizations, detox centers, law enforcement, believe it or not, again, I built that bridge. Um, any kind of organization or family that is seeking help, I go and um, I'm a liaison and work with those people and bring them in. Um, a lot of um, the people that um, find me are done organically um, on my Facebook. They read my story. I post a lot of positive things. And um, that's how I end up uh, getting involved with uh, some of these individuals, regardless what my goal is to find everyone help. I love that. And you got to tell us about the hat. I love the, the hat. I wish I thought. The hat. Um, what, my first hat that I came out with, I, I, unfortunately, I learned about with gratitude back um, when I was in prison. So I had a gratitude with my prison number. Um, one of the biggest things in mental health as well, and you know, and I talk a lot about emotions when I speak. I do motivational speaking as well. Um, I have love, and I have it spelled backwards. And the whole idea behind that is you've got to remind yourself to love yourself. So... When you look in the mirror, you see the love, and uh, it, it reminds you to love yourself every day. And I also have my, my prison number on the back as well as a reminder, don't go back. And that's where I learned to love myself. Um, you know, I look back now, and I, you know, you think that it's some of the most horrific thing to do to actually go to be 
go to prison. But actually, it turned out one of the best things. It turned out to a blessing. Uh, I'm at peace now. Uh, I'm sober. And um, I'm happy. I'm well, you know, mental illness is very serious. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to break up the the really seriousness part of this, but it's still going to be resources for mental health. So I decided to go on YouTube and just do some searching to see if I could find someone to give us a little fun approach to finding resources for mental illness. And so I did find a young lady. She was so full of energy. Her name is Brandy Renee. And she has a hashtag happiness unlocked. So I'm guessing that's her YouTube show. And I just really, really like the way she did this video. And in this video, she shares four of her favorite mental health apps of 2020. And she says how uh, 2020 has definitely been hard on many of our mental health and wellness. And she tried about eight new apps to see which one stood out to her. Now, keep in mind, this is her opinion. And of the eight apps, she said that only four stood out to her that were worthy of recommending. And say, I love how she makes giving this valuable information fun. And she explains why she liked the apps that she's recommending. Now, as I mentioned, these are her opinion on good apps regarding mental health advice. She is not telling you you should do it. She's just sharing the information. So I wanted to um, play. Her name is Brandy Renee, but she goes by the hashtag happiness unlocked. And I want to thank her for making this an interesting video. And I'm going to play the audio so you can hear what she is saying. I thought it was pretty cool how she laid it out. Hi there. Welcome to Happiness Unlocked. My name is Brandy Renee. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy that you stopped by. If this is not your first time here, I'm so honored that you have come back. Today, I'm going to be sharing four of my favorite mental health self-care apps. Um, I actually tried out about a month ago eight apps um, and I said that at the end of the day, the last two are standing, I will share with y'all. So let's just jump right in. The first app that I'm going to share is the one that y'all heard about before, but every time I match it up to another guided meditation app or another um, self-care app, it was it was stands the end of time. And so that is Relax Melodies. So the thing that I love most about Relax Melodies is that you can create your own soundtrack. And I think that that is super, super, super dope. Um, so you can create your own ambient sounds, relaxing sounds. You know, I really um, channel peace and calm when I'm near the beach, so I always put in like sounds of water, waterfalls, what have you, and other things. So you can play around with that and make it as calming and peaceful as you like. And I really use Relax Melodies for sleep. So in my video, how to get better sleep with anxiety or what living with anxiety, I will um, post it here somewhere. Um, I talk about this app and it is so helpful. My favorite feature is likely the fast asleep and I use that when I like awake during the middle of the night and my brain wants to get me going and working and you know I feel tempted to go to my phone and look at an Instagram post or something like that. So um, yeah I really like that. I have notes for y'all. <laughs> I really I took notes y'all. I really can't bear. Um, so I like that. I like um, the different 
helping different people guiding the meditations so you get to hear different voices different styles of meditation i also am really really following falling in love with their morning meditation path they have like meditation for moms um, during that morning meditation path, they even have meditation for self-love. Lots of, lots of great guided meditations. I think this is great for beginners who are trying to find their inner peace and find out how to even meditate. So this one is great for beginners. It is available for both iOS and Android. And both, all of these except for one are available on both of those platforms. The next one I'm going to talk about is I am. And this one is really like a self-love, self-care app. It's super simple and it's devoted to positive affirmations. So I absolutely love it. Um, and the thing that I really like about it too is that when you wake up in the morning and you just kind of like scroll through your push notifications, it will like like offer up to affirmations for you. So one of the first things that you see in the morning is something that nice and positive that you can think to yourself. I also like that it has a practice um, mode because a lot of people say uh, like affirmations are corny, they don't work, but there's some very key reasons why your affirmations are not working, and we're going to get into that in another video, but this app will really help you to manifest the positivity that is affirmations. So yeah, I like it because it's very basic, it's easy to use, it's free, and you have um, options to like customize the background that your affirmations are presented on without having to upgrade. There's like an ad option where you can go and watch ad and unlock certain features. So I really like that because, look, I don't really like paying for apps. Although, the first one, we like movies, is one that I purchase a yearly subscription to because I use it that much. The way that I would use the IM app is that I would kind of scroll through and I would favorite a few affirmations that I want to work on for the day or for the week. It's really nice to see affirmations longer than an hour or two and to really practice the same ones so that you get that memory and you get those positive affirmations ingrained into your repertoire of positive self-talk. So I am is a great way to get your positive affirmations. You can also follow me on Instagram at happiness underscore online for your daily dose of positivity and affirmations as well. The next one I'm going to get into before I get into like literally... I mean, literally, my favorite app right now. We're going to go into an app called Stay Focused. And most people will see this as more of a productivity app because it helps you to monitor how much um, screen time you're using in a day. Um, and it allows you to sort of like block your phone out so that you can focus on whatever task you're actually supposed to be focusing on. But I really see this as a self care and positive mental health app for a few reasons. The first is that sometimes we really just need to disconnect from our phones. Um, there are so many studies starting as early as like 2010, 2013, linking um, a high phone usage uh, with depression and anxiety. And so if you're already someone living with depression or anxiety, it might behoove you to be a little more um, aware of how much screen time you're using. Um, but also, even if you are living with those things, it's nice and a good self-care practice to take some time to just be still and just be with yourself and with your own calm, with your own thoughts, without the interruption of the competition and just constant information processing that happens when we're on our phones. I would use the app to um, to stop me from accessing apps on my phone. 
Um, and it was really cool because if I would just had a muscle memory or habit pick up my phone, there would be like a little message on there for me, which I'll show you somewhere on the screen here. And so I was like, oh wait, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be focused on this thing. Also, when I'm writing report for work or processing paper or working on a project developing programming, I would also use that to help me with my productivity and to stay rooted in my purpose and to stay present with what I'm doing. So this is really, it's productivity, but it's also really a great way for you to take care of yourself and make sure that you're devoting the necessary time that you deserve to yourself throughout the day. So stay focused. Now this app is um, only for Android, and so there's other ones like Flora and other apps that you can use to um, manage how much time you're using um, on your phone and also to help you block out apps so that you don't get distracted from what you're really supposed to be doing. And now, drum roll please. My favorite mental health app right now is called Inner Hour. It is available on iOS as well as Android platforms. And I absolutely love this, this app. Um, it has, it curates uh, a plan for you. And it is so, so, so good. So you go through like this mini questionnaire and then it um, provides you with a dashboard of guided meditations, self-care activities, reflection activities, um, body movement activities, where they blend walking and meditation and, um, and, and, and imagery the whole night. I mean, it is so good. And articles on there regarding mental health. It also has a chat feature where you like talk to a virtual buddy to help you process the stress or whatever it is that you're experiencing at the time that you access the app. In addition to all of that, they have emergency um, links to resources to get you to the right person if you're in the midst of a crisis. And so Inner Hour and none of these other apps are meant to be used in lieu of a, a, a relationship with a mental health professional. However, it is really a great app for you to use to help maintain whatever plan you've created with a licensed mental health professional or just to help you as you are journeying through a stressful day or at a very high anxiety point in your day, month, or life. So I really, really love it for all of that. They also have free courses available that are specific to anxieties and depressions and other um, mental health impacts due to COVID-19 and the global pandemic. So I thought that was really cool. And you basically don't have to pay for any upgrades on this app. You can use the free version and get literally access to so much. So I highly, highly recommend Inner Hour. And two of my favorite things on the app is the stress track tracker and the belly breathing exercise. I hope you truly enjoyed this video. Down below, let us know which app you're using for your self-care, self-care and meditation or mental health. Um, if you enjoyed this video, don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell. Until next week, peace and love. See you then. Bye. I love this energy from this woman. Now, I must admit, Brandy, the music is so loud, it kind of sounds like you're hollering over your music. So, But I like the music. I like everything about your energy. And most importantly, I love the message. And for those who are not familiar with affirmations, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't as familiar with it as I've been in the last year and a half. Well, I'll say mainly quarantine time because my daughter, and I think the younger generation is more into affirmations, but my daughter has a holistic company and she does affirmation jars. So she explained to me what it was. So I really get it. And I actually looked up what affirmation means. And it's saying that affirmation is a new thought and new age terminology. Okay, I guess that kind of verifies what I said. 
about my daughter and her generation are really into it. And it says it refers primarily to the practice of positive thinking and self-empowerment, fostering a belief that's positive mental attitude supported by affirmation will achieve success in anything. It's emotional support or encouragement. So bravo, bravo. And she's at hashtag happiness unlocked. Check out her uh, videos on YouTube. Now I decided to let this episode go into an hour because I think this is important enough to do that. And as I said, I wanted to give three different types of resources. Now the next resource is really for a lot of people. And I want you guys to pay attention. Yesterday, I saw the CEO of this company, and it's called NAMI. It's an acronym that stands for National Alliance of Mental Health. So I decided to check out their website and was amazed of how many different categories they had. The programs they had had categories such as for frontline, workers wellness, information on COVID-19, individuals with mental health issues, family members and caregivers, because you have to remember there's a lot of caregivers and with COVID, a lot of them are not even allowed to see the elderly that they're caring for. It's a, a, a tab for veterans in active duty, crisis intervention, advocate for change. As a matter of fact, I decided, you know, Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy is a podcast that's all about advocating for change right now. And so I decided to sign up for the Advocate for Change. And so I don't know, it's saying just, you know, stay tuned for information. I don't know what I'm going to get. But I'm going to share it with the listeners, see what we can do, because mental illness is real and it cannot be ignored. The COVID-19 has impacted many, if not all of our mental health. And I pray that this episode helps someone to consider one of these apps or programs. But of course, there are many programs and apps. I'm just trying to bring up the conversation, hoping to help listeners. So NAM, you know, they have a helpline. They have so many resources. And since I'm from Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh, for my Pittsburgh listeners, they have a location in Pittsburgh. And it's off of, um, it's in McKnight Plaza. And it the phone number there is 412-366-3788. Or you can just look it up and it's, is N-A-M-I, N is in Nancy, A is in Apple, M is in Mary, I is in industry.org, and it will list all your locations. And here in Georgia, they have a location as well on Presidential Parkway in Atlanta, and their phone number is 770-234-0855. You know, I want to list, I want you guys to listen to a couple of videos from their website. And the first one is actually the CEO introducing himself and talking about the program. And I also have a video talking about the teens and young adults because, you know, social media and socializing is a big thing for a lot of people, but especially the teens. So they're feeling some kind of way. And maybe this program might be good for a teen that you know. But let's listen to the CEO's uh audio first please hello my name is dan gillison and i am the ceo of nami the national alliance on mental illness as the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization nami is acutely aware of the additional challenges our communities face with the spread of coronavirus or COVID 19. individuals with mental health conditions caregivers and loved ones are all grappling with the news And we've heard from many people on NAMI's helpline about their unique needs and concerns. That's why NAMI has put together an information and resource guide to help folks cope with COVID-19. Now available on NAMI.org 
slash COVID-19. In it, we've answered frequently asked questions ranging from how to manage anxiety and social isolation to accessing health care and medications. NAMI is here to help and will continue to update our website as issues arise. If you are in a crisis, text the word NAMI, N-A-M-I, to 741-741, the crisis text line. We encourage you to take care of yourselves and check in on loved ones during this difficult time. We will get through this together. Thank you. Well, that's from the CEO. You know, I went on her website. Your website is kind of overwhelming because this is so much information. And I have a feeling I'm going to be very involved with this organization in the future. I was reading some of the things off their website. So I took notes and I want to share my notes with you. And I'm just going to read as I wrote them. More people than ever are experiencing anxiety and depression for the first time because of the challenges related to COVID-19. <coughs> Excuse me. Economic hardships and racial injustice. We can't forget about these things since the election is over. Those are my comments. The demand for mental health services is increasing. We're in the midst of alarming mental health, substance use, and suicide challenges that are taxing an already fragmented system of care. President Biden announced the American Rescue Plan, which includes significant investments that would help people with mental health conditions. In addition to proposals that will help people access mental health care and focus on their wellness, including expanding health care subsidies, extending the eviction and providing emergency housing assistance, the plan specifically addresses the country's mental health needs during this crisis. The plan calls for an additional four billion dollars to help people access mental health and substance use care. Nomi is quoted as saying, we need to alleviate the pain and suffering of millions of Americans by increasing access to quality mental health and substance use interventions. Now, this is a quote from Daniel H. Gillison Jr., the CEO of NAMI, who you just heard. He goes on to say, more people, including our nation's youth and first responders, are reporting their mental health is worse than it was a year ago. NAMI applauds the president's call for substantial resources to expand access to mental health and substance use services. Okay, they also have on their site, it's called your hashtag vote for mental health matters. And I want to tell you a little bit about that. From healthcare to the economy to criminal justice and more, mental health touches many of the issues that you might care about the most. Whenever you cast your ballots, you hashtag vote for mental health, whether you realize it or not. Every, elector, every elected official from the president and Congress to county commissioners and city council members has influence on issues impacting people affected by mental health conditions. So your vote matters. And I'm glad I saw this on this site because, as I've said in previous episodes, when we were going through the election, how important your local government is. Because as they mentioned in this, uh, on their website, this is all about getting funding for these things. And of course, funding comes through legislation and officials. And that's why I think I and ladies promoting transparent advocacy will be involved with this organization in the future. When you take the pledge to hashtag vote for mental health, you commit to understanding how your vote impacts people with mental health conditions and how you can act. When you pledge, we'll send you information on how to vote in your state and steps you can take to understand where candidates stand on issues you care about. Mental illness is a condition that starts young. 50% of mental health condition begins by age 14 
and 75% by age 24. Now, NAMI gives their reference for this information, which I am going to put in my, in my sources on my um, podcast page. And then they end it with saying, we need to give our youth the right services and support when symptoms emerge so they can succeed in school and live healthy, fulfilling lives. And they have a lot for those who have teenagers or young adults in their family, home, neighborhood. They have a lot on this website for them. And I was really impressed with that. As a matter of fact, I uh, saw a video, it's a very short video uh, talking about teens and mental health. So I'd like you guys to just check this video out. It's very short. Mental health conditions are more common than you may think. One in five youth or young adults lives with a mental health condition. Do you know the warning signs? Like feeling sad or withdrawn for more than two weeks. Severe mood swings that cause problems in relationships. Intense worries or fears that get in the way of daily activities. Sudden overwhelming fear for no reason. Or seriously trying to harm or kill oneself or making plans to do so. Not eating, throwing up, or using laxatives to lose weight. Significant weight loss or weight gain. Severe, out-of-control, risk-taking behavior that can cause harm to self or others. Repeated use of drugs or alcohol. Drastic changes in behavior, personality, or sleeping habits. Or extreme difficulty concentrating or staying still. If you see these signs in yourself or a friend, tell a trusted adult. The first step to getting help is to say it out loud. I just wanted to give you guys just a little bit of information. Hopefully you will reach out to some of these uh, apps or organ or programs to help you, your uh, family, friends, anyone you know. And as I always say, I'm trying to keep a bridge between the podcast and the people and I'm hoping that, and I know this was a very long episode, but I felt it was worth it. So I'm hoping that some of this information will have, even if it's just one person, you know, reach out to the resources. Men, you know, as they say, you're always taught to be strong. Don't cry. Keep your feelings in. And you see how the co-founder Tether explained he and the other co-founders didn't have resources for men to be men. And that's why he actually has that program that says, I'll just say F. I ain't going to say the whole word. We F with feelings. And I think it was genius because if men can't talk to other men about their feelings, they hold them inside. And that could, and I don't know, I'm not an expert about mental health, but that could contribute to why 75% of suicides are from men. Because ladies, we know, we will call a girlfriend up in a heartbeat and just say, say anything, everything. You know, we want people to listen to us. I mean, men, <laughs> y'all often say you wish you had a remote control for our mouth to kind of put us on mute. So, you know, we have no problems of reaching out. Unfortunately, a lot of men do. So I'm hoping... The Tether app is something you guys reach out to. I'm hoping the apps that the amazing Brandy uh, put out there, other people will reach out and check them out. And NAMI is just phenomenal. I would strongly encourage you to go to their website because they have so many resources. And as I said, as an advocate, I just have a feeling in the future I'm going to be doing some things with them. So check out all these resources. And if they're not for you, check out other ones because there's a lot out there. I just picked these three because I just was, like I said, I saw two of the organizations co-founder and CEO on television and it caught my attention and I went out on YouTube to find a uh, hashtag happiness unlock and I just loved her energy so I want to say shout out to all of them 
And I hope this episode is somehow impacting someone's life in a positive way. So I thank you as always for listening. I ask that you follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A is in Advocacy, capital L is in Ladies. <clears throat> and I always want to remind you guys that in these days where everything's audio and everyone's going through different uh, channels to record their videos and audio, just know that I do my best to try to uh, knock out the noise in the background. But if that's the way it is on YouTube or whatever station or wherever I find it, unfortunately, I can't do but so much adjusting because I don't want to distort the context. So anything that I find, I always give the sources. You can go find it and your quality will probably sound exactly like mine because it's not my recording. It's just the way that people are using their devices. Because if you pay attention on some of the interviews in previous episodes and this one, you can tell the difference from the person asking the question to the person answering it. And the audio is totally different. And that's just because of how it's being recorded. And I know that just from my own example, where like the last couple episodes, as I mentioned, just to get a different scenery, I'm using my microphone in the computer where a lot of times if I'm downstairs in the office where all my professional mixer and microphone and um, and uh, filter and all that is, my tone is totally different. So just keep that in mind when you're listening to any of the episodes on this podcast. I'm going to close it out. And I ask if you have any questions or comments, please always feel free to give us a call at 404-855-7723. We can now be heard on several of the podcast channels, including Apple iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Spotify, and of course, Alexa, Amazon Alexa, TuneIn. I ask that you follow us and uh, set us up for your Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So once I publish the episodes, you will get a notification that they are live and ready to listen to. I always want to make sure I take no one for granted. So once again, I ask my audience to uh, just hang in there. And once we can get this pandemic under control, I really want to go into the communities so we can see what we can do as an organization. And we can talk to people and let them air out what they're experiencing and going through as a podcast. So, once again, I ask that you follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies and definitely reach out to us. You can give us an email at podcasthost, shadepate19, that's all small letters, at gmail.com. And always remember, my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening. <laughs>